Welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week, my co-host, Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? You know, I think what it is is we didn't crop myself after doing the camera adjustment after I reloaded with the camera in there. What do you... Because I can see the pores in my face. <laughs> the camera... Oh, the are camera you talking about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking because I, <laughs> I messed with your settings when you were here. So you have to go into yeah. your... Yeah, you have to go into your settings and just zoom it back like one your yeah, your head is do. your head is huge your your head yeah, is gigantic is. yeah is that better yeah but now i can see i'll, I'll crop it on my end i'll crop i'll crop it on no uh, no uh, that's that's all right right there auto focus is off yeah dude we got some high-tech stuff going on here <laughs> uh, later on i'm gonna rub two sticks together to light a cigarette <laughs> like i was like why is your head so well i know your head's gigantic but in the camera, it adds it adds 10, 10 heads. Yeah, well, we'll, adds see how, 10 heads. we'll see how fat your neck gets when you get older, Mike. You only got four years behind me. I don't know. Like, I would have to go this close to the camera. Look, look, look you can't see, but I might have to be this close to the camera just so... Yes, but now I'm, just mistaking, so, now I'm mistaking your head for the sun. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's because the gleamingness of the top. Just to let you guys know, Sarge can't see me, right? Because... Well, actually, I'm watching the stream. Oh, you're watching the stream. Okay. So, uh, so if you're giving me the finger, or no, I wouldn't give you. I wouldn't give you the finger. I don't. I don't like looking at myself. <laughs> I'm not that vain. So I, you have to get used to it. That's the way I do it, right? So like, I look at myself and sometimes, you. Sometimes I close my eyes and I'm looking in the mirror, and then I say I Bloody replay, Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. The event in my head at work, and then I make the face I think I was making, and then I open my eyes to see what I look like when I was when I when that person <laughs> said that to me. So when they say. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? Did I know why they said it? I gotcha. All right. <laughs> Those of you just joining us, uh, Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. We're live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you see, catch the past broadcasts on YouTube. We're like three weeks behind. So after we're done with recording this one, I'm going to probably upload the last three podcasts up on, on the air of iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify, and all the rest of the uh, areas. So if you listening to this on YouTube or listening to the podcast later, I appreciate you guys hanging in there and waiting for these to get released. Uh, come live, though, live on Mixer, 8 p.m. on Thursday nights. Uh, check us out. Um, there's really not on Fox. There's really not a lot of news going on. You need to adjust. There's always there's there, there's always something. Adjust your uh, your gain on your on the back of your microphone. Aggress my grain. Put it all the way like down, like to the up, up position. Yeah. Is that better? Much better. Much better. Sweet. All right. Um, so yeah, so there's not a lot of news going on this week. So I'm gonna talk about Sea of Thieves update a little bit. Uh, we're gonna talk about the Destiny 2 updates. I've been grinding away at that for about seven and a half hours. Um, and still haven't reached the next slot for that. Uh, probably gonna I do. Just, I just want to know about the new boat. Is the new boat kind of cool? I'll, like, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it. 
I didn't know we were going to go right into updates. I thought we were talking about what happened to us. I thought we were. Oh no, no, about- we are. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a recap of what we're going to do for oh, the. Recaps. Yeah, like a recap of what we're going to do for the, for the, right, and then we're going to talk about EA. Uh, EA has got their own Game Pass coming out, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. And then we've ta- we've talked about this subject before. Um, just games not being finished, right? And we're going to talk about that a little bit more, and we're going to compare games because there's games that are out that get fixed like on No Man's Sky. There's games that are constantly not out yet, but yet constantly getting updated. And then there's games that are fully released, but yet are not a full game until years later as well, right? So there's a, there's a lot of different things going on. We're going we're gonna to talk about that. Um, we could talk about people that are bitching about Fallout 76, but we'll wait until it gets a little closer. There's a lot of time for Fallout 76 talk uh, going on. And then if we have time, we're going to talk about what if the next systems that come out are are cloud based? Right, for real. Like, for real. yeah, they're real cloud based. Like they're they're fully one hundred percent cloud based. And what's going to happen to the gaming industry if that happens? And and your system and stuff like that. Um, are, do you want to talk about Mission Impossible? We we went to go see Mission Impossible. We can talk about that. We can talk about. There's a lot of talk about. Yeah. You, you, there's never been one week where shit isn't. No, no. Out. There's plenty of talk about, but not a lot of news. We could. Hell, I could I could fill the air with with bullshit for the for hours hours at a time. Um, let me talk about Sea of Thieves a little bit. We'll we'll start off with Sea of Thieves, right? So Sea of Thieves came out with the cursed sales. Um, Sarge is still a little bit quiet. All right. Well, say something. I, I like I like I like the purple wording on the title screen. Oh, the title. Right. Well, that's it. That's that was the update, Sarge. The update was the purple lettering. For the that title screen, that was it. That was the cursed sales. Everything, because everything else was in the game, we just didn't find it yet. Right. So, Sea of Thieves, the update was just to change the thing from Sea of Thieves to Sea of Thieves Curse Sales, and that, and that was it. Uh, a lot better. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I need you guys to tell me because I'm monitoring it and I hear him fine, but when it comes from from here to the stream, for some reason, it's not exactly. Um, so see if these came out with cursed sales, and there's there's an event going on within. So there's lore within the game. And then there's the event for the ships that are going on. So there's three events going on, and it's for three weeks. So there's, follow me here, there's in-game events that happen within the day cycle and the, the scheduled day of the month on your calendar in the game stuff going on. And then there's stuff going on in real life calendar for the next three weeks. So right now, if you pop into the game, each of the sections at the outposts have a different ship that you have to fight with different captains on that on that mission. Each outpost. So there's six outposts. So six different events that you can go to. Okay. Okay. You go to the outpost. You click on the banner. The banner tells you what day is running. So let's say from the 1st to the 10th is on one of the islands in one section. One says from the 11th to the 20th. And then one says from the 21st to the 31st or the 30th, and then that's it. But in each section, there's a different uh, event happening. When you get to the event, it's a random type of thing. It could be one boat pops up. It could be two boats at the simultaneously. And at, there's been reports that sometimes there's three boats that pop up that you have to fight. Um, so the ship battles... I, I like I like how you say there's there's been some reports like there's a newscast going on. Well, yeah, yeah. So the, yeah. So in the, in the forums, some people said they've, they've 
they fought three ships at one time. Other people say they, there's two. And now there's six, five to six waves of this. Okay, so when you go out to find the boat, you have to deal with either one to two ships five times. Okay, so you're you're fighting ten pirate ships, basically. So that's kind of cool. And on each ship, they have random loot that pops up, like a captain's chest, some marauder's chest, some some uh, teas or silks or whatever. One or two just spread out on the boat. Okay, and then the final boss. Okay, that you kill. Yeah, the RNG loot. Look at her. Look at Fox. She's growing up so well. I remember when she asked, "What does RNG mean?" And now she now she's using it in sentences. Um, so they 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 have loot that's better than the skull fort when you complete the event, right? So if you take all the treasure from all the boats that you sink, okay, plus the end treasure, okay, you're gonna get anywhere between ten to twenty thousand. If you just get the last person's the last ship's treasure you're only going to get six to ten thousand just from that okay oh there's a fly uh or a gnat flying in front of sarge you can see him you can see him concentrating he's gonna he's gonna get it we're doing a play-by-play right now sarge going for the 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 mosquito the fly is going around to the left he's going around behind his head he's gonna get him he's gonna try to land as soon as he lands he's gonna do mr miyagi with the chopsticks yep mr miyagi style brain set it in chat that's what it's gonna do Nope, you can't find it. We'll, we'll just have to snap our fingers. Conversation, Sarge. All right. Um, so, yeah, so th- this is what you're doing with the actual uh, event, right, with the with the pirate ships. My, my, the bad parts about this is I played the, I played the, uh, the beta early and got to play the, the pirate ships. And I was like, I hope it wasn't like this when it came out, and it is. So, basically, the ship, remi- now, mind you, there is a captain steering the ship. If you kill the captain on that ship or fight him while you're on the ship, it stops him from steering the boat and it'll just go straight. So if you're with a group of other ships, you can start wrangling the boat and make it go certain ways because somebody could be on boat on the on the the skeleton boat fighting them while the other ones are shooting and making holes in the boat. Right now, the skeletons don't shovel out the water, but they do board up the, the holes in the boat. So when you shoot holes in the boat, you have to get in there and stop them from from you know filling up the holes. So once once you do that, it's pretty easy to sink. Me and Duplis were two manning it in a sloop the other night. We had a bunch of barrels. I would jump in the water, climb the ladder, run down to the bottom of the boat, light the fuse, blow up blow up holes in the boat, and it would sink in pretty fucking fast, right? <laughs> did you just did you just write the seventy six at the end there? Um, so, yeah, that was an easy way to do it. Now, we had a glitch going on. The glitch the glitch that was going on was there was no skeletons spawning on the boats. So it was just empty ships setting the sails, in the, in the, in the, and it was bad. It was bad. It kind of ruined the experience a little bit. The other Well, you, you're the testers. Right. So. The other problem is that the boat turns on a goddamn dime, okay, the go- ghost boat. The ghost boat turns on a damn dime. They never turn their sails. It just it just moves. It's not a ghost boat. It's a skeleton boat. First of all, you can't you can't be mad about 
ghost boats in a fantasy game in a video game that you're playing. No, no, I'm not mad. Right? I'm, I'm not boat, mad. A ghost, a ghost boat can do whatever it wants. If it wants to take off and fly, that's fine. And then come back down that's the fine. water. It's a ghost boat. It's cool how it submerges in, right? All of a sudden, you hear the music. It's like dun 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 dun, dun. and all of a sudden, did, did the boat goes. Did I not press, call that? Oh yeah. Did I, did I not call? Yeah. That? So the only thing, thing they're missing is there, there wasn't like dark clouds and then they appear. Right. Like the fog appears or something like that. Um, yeah. It's really but cool how they enter. Word, that's coming. They they really they really nailed it on the head when it uh, comes out of the water. OK, now. I just don't like, like that. Like Pirates like of the Caribbean style. Yeah. The only thing I don't like is when you're you're riding next to them, all of a sudden they can stop and go whoop. And just turn on a dime, and then they can get away from you. Meanwhile, you have to do the the whole like arc around. You have to tack. You have to tack. Yeah, but it, it they just don't turn like your boats do. They're just a little unrealistic. I think they could just tune it up a little bit, make it a little bit more reality in the game. All right. I'm not asking. I'm not asking because it's a ghost ship or a skeleton ship that it can't do weird shit. Cool. I obviously it came out of the water. It should already be submerged with water, so they should sink right away. Okay, I understand the concept of of breaking reality, but at the same time, they should not be they should not be turning super sharp. And on top of this, they can just start speeding up whenever they feel like it. Right? They just dart. Meanwhile, you have to turn the sails and such. Now, it is pretty difficult. There's a lot more skeletons than four on the boat, and they just constantly keep. Sp- keep spawning and on top of that they have snipers so it makes, now so it makes it, it makes taking them over like invading the boat a lot harder yeah yeah no it's it's fun it's a fun time uh the couple times i've done it and i didn't even get the experience like the full on the full time doing it right um they've added a lot more things in the game play replayability is nice so they've heard that and they fixed it okay so they fixed that all in all i think this is a great update now there's also a lore up uh, a lore quest line that you go in. So remember a couple weeks ago I was telling you that Wanda, one of the shopkeepers, was turning into a skeleton or a mermaid, we thought. And then we found out that she's turning into a skeleton. Well, you find out, um, spoiler alert, if anyone's playing Sea of Thieves, this is like deep lore here. Um, so Wanda found treasure from a shipwreck in this lore, in the story. And she, Salty was one of the other shopkeepers, and they joined forces, and they found this shipwreck from uh, uh, Captain Flameheart, which is in the lore of the Sea of Thieves book, okay? And once once you find that, it tells you a little bit more about it. So she found a cannon from the shipwreck of Captain Flameheart, and they found cursed cannonballs with inside the cannonball or the cannon. So they started messing with it and then she got cursed. Okay. So she got cursed with the cursed cannon. And so, so did now she's destined to become a crew member. So now salty also got transformed into a dead skeleton parrot. So one of them is a parrot and one of them is a skeleton while you're going around, finding the lore stuff. You find out that she's basically lost her mind. Okay. And now she's full evil. So now she's she says at the end of one of the lore books, it says, hail Lord Flameheart. So now she's a member of Flameheart's crew. 
Okay, and I guess she's pirating some ship or something, and maybe you have to kill her. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far yet. But it's cool because you go to different islands and you read these lore books, and then there was this uh, lab that she had, like an alchemy lab on Wanderer's Refuge that I've been on Wanderer's Refuge multiple times, and that cave was not there. And sure enough, we walked into this cave, and we found a new cave, and inside, there's a whole underground cave where she, her workshop was that she was testing all this stuff. And it's really cool. It's really cool how they did it. Um, so that's also part of the lore. And each week, I think they're going to stand on it. Um, so they're doing a really good... I found it. Thurry didn't believe me. I mean, I didn't believe you because none of the clues said anything. And this is why I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you out a little bit, Dupless. Because I watched the video after the fact that we did everything that we did. And we shouldn't have found Wander's Refuge until we went back to Salty and talked to him again, which we never did after we found all the lore books. And when you go back to Salty, Salty says Wander's Refuge, and then that's where the lab is. So I'm going to call you out. There's no way that you knew it was on Wander's Refuge unless you looked it up on the internet. But it's cool. It's still a cool find. All right, because there was no way that you found Wander's Refuge in that in that area without looking it up on the internet because we wouldn't have known to go there until after we turned everything else in. So, just saying. Just saying. Um, but I, I like where they're going. So each week, though, so right now, in the combinations in Sea of Thieves, it says August 1st. When we went to Wander's Refuge at first, I saw the flickering lights near the cave. No, but you said go to Wander's Refuge. You were insisting on going to Wander's Refuge when it made no sense to go there in any of this of the of the clues of any of the clues. Um, but you were right. It was there. So the combinations say like fight August, like the actual time, August 1st to August 7th. Right. And then August 8th to the whatever, you know what I mean? And then the following ones to the 31st. So there's in-game time, and then there's there's other time as well. So, yeah. Really cool update. A lot better than the, the shark update that you did. So tell me about tell me about the frigate. The, the brigate, brigatine, is a three-man ship. It's really weird looking. It doesn't have any height to it, right? So like the, the smaller sloop, has that little canopy that you can jump on in the back and kind of see over the waves a little bit. Um, you know, the the galleon sits up higher in the in the water so you can see over stuff, right? And it's got that upper part where the captain is, where you steer the ship. This one is just flat, right? It's just smooth. It's like a, a little well, that little means, bow. That means the, that means the water line's lower, so when you get you can't get as many hits at the body. No, which means you're gonna get you're gonna get killed more. It on the sits cannon. it sits up higher than the sloop. Okay, in the water, but lower than the galleon. Okay, but it's very, it but it's very weird. It's got two sails or two masses, and it's got the crow nest in the back. It's got the no wait, yeah, the crow nest is in the back, and the good part is that it's easy to shovel water out because all you have to do is go down the stairs, pick up the water, step up like a half a step back, and then you can chuck it out of the boat. Right, it's like super easy to get it. So. Four cannons, four cannons, two mass. Um, I like it. It's it's a fun ship. Can you can you can you be on that ship with four people? Uh, yeah, you could be on there with eight people if you wanted to, but it's only meant for three. 
It's like you can go into your own crew, but now there's an alliance system, which I haven't tested yet. So an alliance system is I think you can align yourself with everybody on the goddamn server. I don't think there's a limit. So everyone can be a part of the alliance. That way you can work with um, you can work together against the, the pirate ships or, or whatever. Here's the thing. I, I heard that if you're making an alliance, so me and you align up, you're on one crew, I'm on another crew. If I turn in the treasure, I get 100% of that treasure, okay? And you get 50% of that treasure. So whoever turns it in gets more, more treasure than the person that didn't turn it in. I think that's a little weird. I think it should be a 50-50 split, but you can also make an alliance. Well, you're, you're, you're getting more than that because it's 150. Correct. Which means it's giving out more than it should. No, that's why I, I understand that. And then what I don't like is, well, I don't not like it. It's a thing you could do. You could be aligned, run to your outpost, have a guy stand up in your crow's nest, and right before you turn it in, you break alliance. So the person, the other crew doesn't get anything. It's a dick move. It doesn't really affect you in any way, shape, or form because if they get money, it doesn't doesn't harm you in any way. Yeah, but if, if, if we're in alliance and right before you turn the things in and you, you decide to break alliance, I'm going to fire on you until you're oblivion. Right, but you got the gold and I get nothing except for the satisfaction of killing you, right? So there's that. that that's, that's, that's more than enough. So, um, But then I will be on the server continuously hunting you the entire time. So now whatever <laughs> else you do right. after that right. you're dead. is going to be me shooting at you. You're, you're dead to me. Um, there is a problem they had. So a lot of these games, when they update, when they launch, if it's an update or if it's a first time launch, there's always problems. So they see thieves rare said there was a problem and they took the forts out and they took the Kraken out right now because of problems that was causing for the new update. Um, Mm -hmm. I think they said that, but I don't really think that's the reason they did it. I think the reason they did it is because they want everyone and their mother to fight these ships they want to play test the shit. Play test the shit. Play test the shit out of these ships, and if there were skull forts, um, if there were skull that forts, just, that just separates the community, bro. Yes, that just separates the community. So, because it's a community event, I think they, there's no proof to this, right? No, but it's got good context and it and it means something common sense wise. It means right. Something. So, I think what they did was they they stopped the kraken. They stopped. Uh, they stop the forts and they make you do the, the they want everyone on the servers to do the, the pirate ship missions is basically what they want to do, right? Because they were testing this in-house with, and they were testing this with the beta uh, pioneer testers, but that's not enough. They wanted full-blown testing and there's a three-week, three-week event going on, right? So it's going to be three weeks until they fix this stuff. Miraculously. Sure, well. well, they said they'll fix this as soon as they can, right? So if it comes back, if if the skull forts come back before this event ends, then I will give it to them that this is not the reason they took it out. Okay, but if it doesn't come back until after the event, I 100% stand by what I'm saying right now. With they're doing it on purpose because they want you to just do the ship uh, the ship battles. So yeah, that's Sea of Thieves. the The brigantine's nice. It's a three man ship. Um, the 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 pirates. It's it's a cool thing, man. I watched someone the other day. They were fighting three ships, and then Meg came out of the water. So not only were they fighting three ships, but they were fighting the shark as well. And on top of that, another crew came in, and then they started bombarding each other. And they were fighting the ships and fighting each other and fighting Meg. It was chaos. It was absolute chaos. And everyone that I was watching looked like they were having 100% 
like real emotional fun. They were just like, this is amazing. Like they were just, and they forgot that there was no content in the game, right? They're like, this is amazing. So it's a sandbox. Yeah. So that's, that's Sea of Thieves. Now, Destiny 2 has an update, right? And it's the Solstice, Solst, Solst, Solstice of Heroes. I Sol- think it's a, Solstice. Solstice of Heroes. Solstice. So Solstice of Heroes. Um, let me bring this up on the screen. Okay. So Solstice of Heroes uh, is an event going on right now that you can get 400 gear uh, for the armor sets. Um, Bungie finally figured out something. They did it on without even knowing they did it, right? They've put my leveling up system in the game. Uh, that I've been asking for for four years, right? It'll be almost We've four years. We've talked about that so many times. Right? I've said it for about guns. I said it about armor, and here it is with armor. Now, they've done this in a way where I'm actually pretty excited to do it. I'm in the process of right now leveling up. You know what? I can show you. I I have it. I have it logged in, and I can show you because I, I want to talk about something here. Um, so I'll let it boot up and stuff. Um. So they, they, they put this armor in. The armor set goes from green to blue to purple, and then you can make mm. masterworks from it. Very, very interesting. Right, and you do stuff in the game, meaning like it says, you, like the helmet will say, uh, don't... Complete four missions or kill this many guys. Well, do this mission, complete this one mission, get this many orbs as arc or void or solar, and then also do a strike or... Go kill this guy or kill heavy bosses. You know what I mean? Like there's mini bosses. There's there's a bunch of different things that it said. I was like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. I was like, great. I get to play content. Uh, I don't know what blue is yet. I know you have to like uh, do 10 adventures and stuff like that is one of the things. Um, But Destiny 2, this is where they messed up, right? Remember, I always tell you that they always add content, the smallest amount of content as possible, and they always tell you how to play the game. Right in a in a game where you should be able to play whenever and wherever you want, um, they they tell you how to play the game, and this is what frustrates me constantly. So it, it frustrates me one way because they've never separated PVE with PvP. They always forced it down your throat to play PvP, even though you're not a PvP player, right? And someone can say, "Well, if you're not a PvP player," then don't play PvP. Fantastic. I can do that until now. Okay, because this armor, two pieces of the armor, you have to you have to kill 10 people in the Crucible, which is no big deal, right? 10 people, it's one, maybe two games for you. Okay, especially even probably one game because I think even if you get an assist, it counts as a kill. Okay. Um, and then the other one is super kills. Okay. Now the super kills is 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 pretty rough i have to admit it's it's pretty freaking rough um i get it's it's a little grindy you have to if you're a warlock it's gonna be pretty hard i guess i guess you could do void bomb i guess there's one for each class it's still pretty hard though you're only getting one super maybe two supers per match each match is 10 minutes long you gotta gotta grind a little bit no no that's fine it's each each mission is 10 minutes long so you're playing like worst case scenario you're playing like 30 missions okay 30 missions just to get level three like just to get from green to blue right so 30 30 30 games and that's if you if you if you suck right oh storm tracer right you're right duplis 
Um, Golden Gun is the best one for for uh, for Hunter in a game like this because everyone doesn't want to. No one groups up. They stay back or whatever. And if you're Arc Strider, you come running in. You get shot from a distance. Where if you're Golden Gun, you go pop, 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 kill three people. You get that twice. You kill six people per round. You're probably getting twenty percent, maybe twenty five percent. Maybe you can do it in like, you know, all depending on how lucky you get. Maybe five, six matches. Otherwise, you get thirty matches. Okay. Now I've played, I played uh, about an hour and a half last night and an hour today, and I'm at forty percent. So I'm about two hours, three hours into to Crucible, and I'm about forty percent. Okay. That's just to get my green armor to to blue armor the problem is that i don't think they should personally i don't think they should make you do pvp events for armor that you're getting in mainly pve so i think they should just refigure this in the future right if you get a piece of armor from the crucible it should be crucible heavy on how to up to, to level it up right listen and if it's in PVE, hold your, hold, hold, your, hold your thought in your head. Don't don't lose it. You have to understand everything they do is for a specific reason. The only reason why the armor is constructed that way, where you have to do it in PvP, is because they want people in PvP to keep the numbers high. Oh, I, I know why they're all, doing it. Yeah, for, for all the other stuff that's going on, you know that's the reason, right? That's the only reason why you would do such a thing is to make sure that there are bodies in PvP to keep the population levels up so when people are picking different things, there are people there. That's it. Oh, I know. Otherwise, otherwise you wouldn't need that at all. You can just go do your missions and move on with the game. Here, Here's my other problem with this update right here, right? Which also goes along with the PvP uh, argument, where if you're a person that's a casual player and you really don't like PvP... I'm a casual player, right. 30. Tell me. Right. So if you're if you only play three hours a day or I'm sorry, three hours a week, right, or maybe six hours a week. OK, it's still casual. It's still casual right? So you're playing, let's just say six to eight hours a week. I'll, I'll, I'll expand it that much. You have to go in the you have to waste your time in PvP that you don't like doing for at least one play session of your of your precious gaming time that you have. Three hours, right? I'm three hours into the Crucible, and I'm an above-average player. I'm number one or two usually in the in the in the thing. I have one of the most kills. I get my super kills. I'm at forty percent, and I'm three hours in. Okay. If 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 you're a casual player, now look at this ship that's on screen right now. This is a gold ship that you get. Okay. Let's look at the preview. Okay. Cool preview. It's a cool ship. It's a cool looking ship, right? You look at that. You're like, hey man. I want that ship. I want that ship. I'm a casual player. I want that ship. Well, let me tell you, Mr. Casual Player, you are screwed, and you'll never, ever get this ship because right here, what does it say scrolling underneath? What does it say there at the very end? Okay. All three classes. Complete the set for all three classes. Now, what if... I've been playing this game for three years, right? I've been playing Destiny 2 for one year, okay? I only have one character. I only have one character. I'm only a hunter. I'm only a titan. I'm only a warlock, okay? The event lasts all month, though. What does that mean? If I didn't play a character for 12 months, 
I've only played one character for 12 months or 10 months right now or 11 months right now. Okay. Why would I go back and play two other characters? Now, mind you, Duplis, this is for a casual player. Okay. I am eight and a half, nine hours in to this one set of armor right now. And I'm, I'm still in green. Okay. I've already put in, in one stream, the amount of time they put in, in one week. Some, some even more than that, right? Less than that. Okay. So if, if you are a casual player, you can't get this ship. I think that's dumb on their part. I think that's dumb well, on their part. Well, how far how far do you have to get your other characters up? Like, if I started a character from scratch, you they have to be at a you, certain level to do that mission. Well, you have to get your character up to a certain level, right? And then you have to get this armor, okay? And then this armor will help you, because you can take this armor from 200 to 340 to 400, okay? So it goes from green to blue and then blue to purple. When it gets to purple, it's 400 gear, okay? Which is fine. I'm cool with that. The grind for that is amazing. Okay, a little bit with the with the PvP. If you don't, if you just adjust those numbers just a little bit, I personally think it wouldn't have it wouldn't have made it hard on them to do this, right? It wouldn't have made it hard to do this if if you're Bungie, you make a you make an armor set for PvP, you make an armor set for PVE, okay, and you make all the PVE event happen for the PVE armor. You make all the PvP events happen for the PvP armor. That way, if you are a hardcore PvP player, okay, you can just go for that armor, right? If you're a hardcore PvE player, you can just go for that armor. If you're a casual player, you just go for the PvE armor or the PvP armor. You have a month, like Duplass said, to complete it. For one guy, for a casual player, I don't see a problem with that. I think you could do it, but it wants you to do three separate characters okay that's yeah, a, you, that's but, a hell of a grind you, yeah, but, for somebody okay but once but once again the the attitude is always the fact that everybody should be able to get everything and that's not the way any of these games even before destiny are made i understand Every game made that the more you invest in the game the more perks and things you get out of it it's done with every game the crybaby effect that's happening with destiny that everyone complains that they can't get everything because they don't have the time is too fucking bad, right? The hardcore people, hardcore game, they're grinding, they're doing whatever else. Here's my cherry. Thank you for my cherry. I'm going to put it in my pocket and we move on. It's not my fault you don't have time to play the game. No, 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 no but that's not what I'm... It, what I'm saying is if they want to put a ship there for all three classes, cool. But if someone's doing this event, if so, this, this is an event is for... Thank you for playing Destiny for this year. That's what this whole thing is about. Right. Yeah. Thank you for not leaving. Right. Which is all the hardcore that's, people. That's what this is, right? This is the celebration of you beating... Which is all the hardcore people. You beating the game, the story mission, from, from a year ago. Okay? I just think it's a little weird for that ship that you have to have three characters done with this armor. That's a lot... Of, that's... For, <laughs> for somebody, I don't even know how long it's going to take me to do the blue. Let's just add... Let's just say another five hours. Let's say it takes... 15 to 20 hours to level up to purple okay let's just say that 15 to 20 hours for a casual person that's the entire month for one character for one character right there's no way in hell they're going to be doing three characters i i just think they do such a good job with bringing stuff in the game but then they don't think about it this is supposed to be an event for everybody 
they're trying to they, they, the Bungie's number one problem is they've been trying to please everybody from the beginning. They don't they don't want their market. They want everybody. But I'm okay. And so they keep they keep bouncing around from one thing to another, trying to let them trying to let everybody know, don't worry, we're including you too. Don't worry, something for you is coming out next. Don't leave yet. We're going to come out something for like it's it, just pick your pick your pick your market and make the game and just make the game this constant this constant trying to please everybody thing it gets annoying after a while because you you're pissing off one person you're pleasing another then you apologize to the guy you pissed off and then you piss off but, the other guy it's like i don't understand what you're doing yeah, what but, are you trying to do but my stand's not for the people that i know you can't get everything and i'm okay with not getting everything right but that one ship that they go, hey, you can get this ship, right? It should be you can get this ship if you complete your character armor set and get whatever else. Well, you know, they're not lying. You can get the ship. But. Yeah, oh, yeah, you can get the ship, but you have to do it three times over, right? That's that's 60 hours. That's 60 hours for somebody. That's still, hey, listen, you can still get the ship. <laughs> well, uh, that So that that's one of my issues. Now, I, I just think the PvE... Again, it wouldn't be that hard to put two armor sets in the game. One for PvP, one for PvE, and then not no, it wouldn't. and not mix it. And not mix it. I shouldn't have to run PvP events if I'm not a PvP player. And I guess Well, you have a choice, 30. You can play PvP if you want to. Yes, I can. Okay. And because I'm a person that's okay with PvP, okay, I'm cool with it. But if I'm a sucky ass player, okay, and I have to play PvP, one, I only play six hours a week. It's not about getting good, okay? Obviously, the people that are playing longer than me are going to be better than me. Not to say that I can't get better when I play, okay? But it's going to be a dreadful experience for you to go in the Crucible and get your ass handed to you every single time. And I'm not even talking about losing the matches. I'm talking about you getting killed every five seconds, Okay, and not getting a super kill, okay, because your character that you're trying to level up is just not as powerful as everybody else because they've been playing for a lot longer. They're they're levels higher than you, okay. Like there's just a lot of thought process that didn't go into this, and the, and I think it at this development standpoint, they're just like, eh, whatever, just put it in there. If they really want it, they'll go for it, right? That's the mentality, and cool, but at the same time. If I don't know, I play the game. Is there someone in chat that doesn't play the game that me talking about this would be like a turnoff for you? Or am I just like blowing smoke out of my ass here? I just feel that I'm and I'm not for people like you should get everything. Everyone gets a, a gold medal. Everyone gets a participation trophy. I'm not talking about that at all. What I'm saying is they made event. They put prizes there. Okay. And I don't even think is is the other things in this. Can you get these without completing all three characters? I mean, I don't even know. That's just, yeah, okay, reach three or a hundred more on triumph points. So that's to do the whole thing. Now, that's completely different. That's to do the raids. That's to do the stuff, and that's cool. If you want to complete the raid and you want to complete the the uh, the other raid layers and stuff like that, you can do this. Right, you can get the 300 points by doing stuff, but at the same time, I I have to for, for that for that reward, I have to do the 
I have to do this. So when this when this when this actual Forsaken comes out, is there a raid in it, or is it just a raid layer? No, it's a, it's a it's a raid. A new raid is coming with it, and then ra- a new raid. Yeah, and then new raid layers come out uh, later in the year. I just feel this designed for something. It should always be two separate entities. There should be rewards for PvP and rewards for PvE. That way, when someone's just playing PvE, they can just get the PvE rewards they put the time in. And they don't have to put any other part towards PvP. And if PvP players wanted to just do it without going to PvE, they can get their set of armor. Okay? And if you're a super hardcore player, you could do both. Because you have plenty of time to do it. And you can get the PvP gear. You can get the PvP gear. You know what I mean? the goal for Bungie ever since the big travesty of, of, of the blow up of what Destiny 2 actually is, the, is to get people playing for whatever reason possible. There's, there's, there's not really any direction that they're taking. They're just trying to put stuff in the game to keep people busy, to give them stuff to do, to give you a reason why I want to turn the machine on. It's not a end goal, trying to figure out a story, trying to figure out anything else. Everything everything that they've talked about, released, trying to patch, whatever, is to just get you to turn it on, right? And that's the, that's the reason why I stopped playing is because it, it it's basically just a, a trophy-collecting, busy work shooting gallery. It, it doesn't give me the satisfaction of what am I learning new, what new weapons am I acquiring, where am I using these weapons? Do I feel powerful anymore? And it's it's become this this little ball of like, well, well, we have a bunch of stuff coming out. I get it. I get what you were trying to do. I I, I really do. I, I feel for them, but the the direction of the actual game isn't there anymore, right? The the story of what the game is of what it actually you're supposed to be doing the the following of the the fo- the tale of your guardian and his adventures. So when Forsaken comes out, this is supposed to be the turning point where they go back to that direction. I'm hoping to see a review that says it. Right. But trying their 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 game plan is to get people to turn on their machines and to keep themselves busy. That's it. Like, keep themselves get, busy get, while they come up with new fun. content. I get it's fun. Every every game, I don't like to use the word repetitive. Uh, game loop is like what I what is is what I usually call it. Repetitive is automatic in every video game. That's just the way it goes. I just don't appreciate what they're trying to do. It, it's it doesn't have focus. The, the the developers have lost focus in what the game actually is. The game right now seems like there's a lot of stuff going on because it's very it's convoluted and buried between all these have to get this to get to this to get to that but it's not meaningful like all this i keep looking at all this stuff i watch all the videos i'm watching some of these guys play i'm looking at all these these catalysts for the exotic weapons and i'm like masterworks yeah like i masterwork but i like i get it okay you get it okay so you spent another six hours in the same mission and you got it and then what like and like it's just busy work and it's it, it hurts me to see such squandered potential in such an amazing uh, ground core game of what it is. It just seems wasteful. Like I did, I don't, I can't, I can't explain it any other way. I would need to have to write like my own little personal manual about it. Like <laughs> whatever, whatever they want to do, they're going to do. I get it. Okay. The- it, it just seems to me 
that I'll, I'll, I'll say it this way. If, <laughs> if they don't figure out the formula, the correct formula that they want to do to continue this game, right? It's been enough time now where other people are going to start coming out with these type of games, right? There's been enough development time now where people knew how big destiny was when it was released. And now people started thinking, Oh, maybe we should do something like this, you know, AK Anthem, right? But right. after Anthem, there's going to be something else because they know the potential of what this game could do. And Destiny's been doing it the longest, and they've all been learning watching them fail, okay? And so unless they get their ducks in a row and actually focus on what they want their game to be, somebody's going to come in and swoop up these this community. I, I got news for you. I, I can make this game 100 times better, and they don't have to do anything except... Take the take the guns, take all the exotics, and you put them behind not strikes and nightfalls and stuff. You put them behind lost sectors. Okay. And once you do the lost sector, they've already done it. They've done it with the new whisper. No, not even the time gated. Not even with time gated. Once you get the like in the whisper, once you get it, the heroic thing comes up. So you do that mission to get the catalyst for it. If they did this for every single piece. For every single piece of exotic gear, for every single purple weapon that had a chance to drop during this adventure or this thing, and then once you get that gun, another mission opens up for you, okay, where it gives you the catalyst for that gun, okay? All you have to do is take the guns that you have right now, spread them across the planets, okay, do the adventures, okay, and once you complete all five adventures, you get, you get, a, you get a code, or, or a secret message, and the message says, there's an, a, an event going on in the EDZ. We need you to check it out. So now you do patrols, and you, all of a sudden you start shooting things on the EDZ, and then all of a sudden you find out, hey, I've never seen this boss before. It only unlocks if you've completed all five adventures, okay? The fifth or sixth adventure, it unlocks, and you go find him. You kill him. Portal opens up. You go into the Lost Sector, you fight for this for this weapon. You get this exotic weapon, and you're like, "Oh, so cool! What a great way to find this weapon!" Okay, and then you go back and go, "There's a catalyst." They've done it with the whisper, okay, and now they've done with the armor. They've upgraded the armor. If they just fix the regular guns now, okay, and do exactly what they're doing with the armor, I'll say it. One more time, and I'm sure I'll say it a thousand more times until it appears in the game, and then I'll say, I told you so, okay, is if I'm a casual player, I can play through the game, and if a green drops, I can choose to choose that green gun. If a blue drops, I can take that blue gun. If a purple drops, I can take that purple gun. But if I find that same gun at white, and I want to level it up and do exactly what I'm doing with the armor right now, okay, so this white gun, when I, when I look on it, says, you want to unlock this perk? You got to kill a thousand Vex, okay? Doesn't matter where you kill them. You got to kill a thousand Vex. Great. You kill a thousand Vex, boom. You get to pick one of those perks, right? And you pick that perk, pops on the gun. It goes, would you like to upgrade your, your gun from, from white to green? Yes. Yes, I would. Before you can do that, okay, you need to spend 50,000 Glimmer and complete this mission. Okay, great. Get $50,000, complete the mission, boom. It's now a blue, better devils. Okay, then it says, do you want this perk? If you want this perk or this perk, this perk says you have to kill 100 Cabal with supers. This one says that you have to kill the, 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 the Taken with grenades. And you're like, 
okay, great. So I, I do both of those and boom, green is now complete. I can now upgrade that to blue and so on and so forth. There is so many things they can fix with this game and they don't have to change anything that's in the game right now. All they have to do is implement the system, change your ones and zeros, folks. Okay, so the perks unlock at certain things. It's the easiest system to do the fix. And if you don't want to do it that way, as far as a player, you're like, you know what? I don't want to grind for weapons like that. You don't have to. You could literally go into a strike. A purple one drops there, okay? And you would know where it drops because when you go to your codex, you would highlight the weapon and it would say, this this weapon has a drop from this strike, this adventure, or this. And those are the, those are the three places you can go to get this gun, okay? And then once you have that gun, it tells you where the catalyst is for that gun, okay? At this point, this point, and this point. But you don't know where the catalyst is until you get the gun. It's the carrot already in front of you because you have the gun, okay? There's so many things they could do with this game to make this game phenomenal, and it frustrates me that they don't know that they're doing that. But yet, they come out with the Whisper mission, okay? And now they've come out with this armor. Ten months, two cool things to come out of ten months, okay? And technically, technically, it's it's uh, 16 minus start over, 16 plus another 10 months. So technically, right now, we're at 26. We're at 42 months. 42 months since they started developing Destiny 2, okay? And yet, the week, two weeks before, they, they dropped the Whisper mission, and then now we have the Solstice of Heroes with the armor upgrade, and it only took them four years to do, okay? I'm very scared because I've come up with this exact stuff four years ago playing about 100 hours of the game and going, this is what they need in the game, okay? And yet they still haven't implemented it, and they're still scratching their nutsack and their heads, okay? Both. They're like, uh, okay, what, what do we do? What's going to make people come back? Casuals would have their, their the way they need to go because they could get the guns they wanted and they wouldn't have to put in as much of a grind. It's just like, I want that purple weapon. I get it from here. It drops. It might drop every 10 missions or whatever. You drop it, get your gun. Have a nice day. You have a random roll on a random gun that you got at purple. Okay. But yet Sarge has been playing. Sarge has been playing for 10 months and he's has that weapon that he's been using since day one. And now he's got that white weapon up to purple with a master class on it, with the fucking catalyst on it. And let me tell you, nobody going forward would go, yeah, I'm okay getting new weapons. No, if you invested your time into the game and into the weapons and into the armor, you would want that armor and you would want that gun to move forward with you to whatever expansion they bring out, to whatever sequel they bring out. And they wouldn't have to because because you made the gun, you made the gun and the armor and you wouldn't have to keep repeating the same shit. Oh, we're taking these guns away from you. Oh, now we're bringing them back. Oh, all these blew up, but the exotics are back, but they have different perks because our perks in the first game are broke. So we had to come up with better perks this or worse perks, but better perks for the game. So it didn't break it. I'm cool with that, but fix I'm the not. system. OK, so I feel I have a choice. If you don't want to use the same guns for seven years during Destiny 3, cool, you don't have to. You can get the, the new purple weapon or the new white weapon in, in the Destiny 3. But if I have my Fatebringer from day one, from Destiny 1... Modded, modded with the god perks that I worked on to put on there? Yeah! How cool would that be? Okay? That'd be amazing. 
absolutely amazing. But yet they seemed to be missing the point of any game from any MMO. And I know that it's not an MMO, but you can still take it stuff from MMO. MMO. You can still take great ideas from games that work. Okay, we were talking about this yesterday uh, in my stream, right? Uh, someone came in, I think it was Tempest. Tempest was talking about Red Faction. He's like, Red Faction is such a good game because it's fully destructible environments and stuff like that. And that's what made Bad Company 2 such a good game because it had destructible environments. Sniper in the building. Uh, I can't get up. to it. Let's blow the building up, right? And then for some reason, EA decided to go backwards and there wasn't fully destructible environment. It was a, a lead back and then back to fully destructible environment. Fully destructible environment should be the baseline now and then make it better from there, right? Like if if you're a game developer and you look at games and you're like, what games inspire you? And you're like, well, I really like uh, Zelda and I really like Mass Effect. I really like the storytelling in Mass Effect and uh, I, I really like the gunplay from Destiny. You make a game and you try to make the best aspects from all those things into that game. You don't make a game and be like, eh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it later and never fix it. But that's but that's the attitude now. Right. That's 100 percent. We have a deadline. We have to release what we can. We set us. We set the goals too high. We couldn't make it. We're going to release it anyway. Half broken, half made. And we'll patch it along the way. Right. Which brings us to a great segue. <laughs> OK. No Man's Sky. Okay, we talked about it in depth last week a little bit. I want to talk about it a little bit more. Okay. Which brings us into our 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 topic of conversation, our big conversation tonight about games not being finished, games being released too early, and then being fixed at a later date, and then you know, all's forgotten. Okay. So Destiny's been out for Destiny One, which is a completely game different game than Destiny Two, but Destiny's been out for three years, four years almost, uh, coming up in September. Okay. Now, they've released this game. Now, me and Sarge, if you watch this podcast for the 136 episodes up until this point, you've always known that we've said that beta, it was a super beta. We've always said Destiny 1 was a super beta for Destiny 2, and then this past year, Destiny 2 came out, and we were right. It was a, it was a beta test for it, and then they decided to, instead of taking it out of beta testing... And making a game better, they came out with Destiny 2, which was a blown up foundation, reworked system that basically made Destiny 2 Super Beta 2.0. Okay. Now, I enjoy the game. I still play the game. I don't play it as much as I did Destiny 1 because same patterns, everything they've done in Destiny 1, they've done they're doing in Destiny 2. Uh I I will be playing Forsaken. Um but I'm not going to be playing it as much as I, I played the past Destiny uh, expansions. So No Man's Sky came out two years ago, and it wasn't a full-fledged game. There was things missing. Uh, the, just stuff was missing from the game. People were kind of upset. I don't want to use the term that this is not the game we were expecting or uh, that we owed. You know what I mean? Like They say that now. This is the game we wanted two years ago. Uh, you didn't know what you wanted two years ago because you didn't know what the game was until it came out. And then when it came out, you were like disappointed. So the conversation is we've talked about Sea of Thieves. We've talked about Destiny. We talked about No Man's Sky. OK, we, we have multiple games right there in different forms uh, of release. Right. Destiny was a full fledged release that didn't know where it was going and constantly updated nickel and dime due uh, for each expansion. And for better or for worse, 
it made the game overall at the end of year three of Destiny 1 a full package at the end of the year three. It was a good game. Sea of Thieves came out in March with very little content. They're not charging you, right? It's free content up until whenever. I don't know when it stops, but it could be a year. It could be two years. I don't know. But they've come out with their their method of the game is completely out, but it's not completely finished, and they're slowly dragging stuff out along the way. And then there's No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky said, we have all these things. They released it. It didn't have all these things. And they went into hiding. And then they worked their ass off for multiple years, two years, and released this patch of uh, No Man's Sky Next and made the game 100 times better. Now, both, all three of these examples are incomplete games. Okay, every single one was an incomplete game. Destiny was an incomplete game or broken up, whichever you want to talk about. Okay, Sea of Thieves is an incomplete game. No Man's Sky was an incomplete game. One is free, one charged uh, constantly, and one was unfinished until two years later, and then they finally finished it. Okay. What does this mean going forward, Sarge, uh, for, for, for gaming industry, for, for games in general? Is this a is this what we're looking forward to? Is this what we're expecting now? Is this where they've come out with so many games that are incomplete and alphas and betas and early accesses and game previews and all this stuff? Are they just training us to be like, I'm okay with it? Is this first is this, of all, yes. First of all, yes, they're trying to train you to be that way. This 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 entire issue rests on the consumers on the consumer end of the spectrum. Okay. The consumers are the ones acknowledging it, saying it's okay, giving up their money early, giving out their pre-order money, getting the stuff before it's ready, and then saying, I'm fine waiting for it. So that means you're okay giving out, giving money away for stuff that's not done in the hopes, in the hopes that they will do the right thing. Okay? That's absurd. That's absurd. Okay? I, how, about, how about I just go around to everybody that I know and then ask them for sixty dollars. I just keep uh, in a promise uh, of a game. Just, just no, just I'm gonna borrow money. I'm gonna borrow money. Okay. You give me sixty dollars. I promise to give you seventy five. You know, in six months, in a year. I promise. All right. You give me sixty dollars now. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you seventy five in in eighteen months. I promise. Right. Th this is what we're talking about. Why is it? Why is it that the structure? Of the of the games now, the excuses that they use are deadlines, expenses. Like these are all things that are in a normal business. Every every business in existence has these same problems, and the answers to these, the the, the solutions to these problems are always innovation, adaptation, or close the fucking door. Okay, that's it. Right. This this whole game that we keep playing with, well. They they did these group patches that's really good now. Like, but like, isn't the whole point of release date and the hype train and the pre-orders and the fake boxes of goods that don't have a game in it that I can put on the back wall and, and brag about having? Isn't that supposed to be all part of the same thing where we have this community of people that are following this game, hyped about this game, and we're gonna follow it along and see how awesome it can be? Now it's like it's a 50-50 shot whether they're going to complete it. They won't complete it. They don't care about it. They got their money. They got their money up front. Why should they care? Right. They already got the money 
They already got the money for it. Where's the promise of you getting another one? I'll just do another hype train three years from now when you guys forgot about that we fucked you. Okay, I'll just I'll come out with the sequel three years from now instead of next year. You'll forget that I fucked you. I'll hype it up again, and all you monkeys who love giving out money before you get to see the game, I'll just click from you again. So <laughs> we're we're part of those monkeys. It, how is it? How is it? They're fucking monkeys. They're, I'm saying consumer, we we're, we are any, part of those monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. Any well, I don't give out. I don't give people my money unless I know something. Okay. Unless I neither know I I I know the 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 developers or the publishers since the beginning of time. I know what their record is. I. I, I put my my weight into the knowledge I know about them. Not just that that trailer was awesome. The pre-order, right. the, the pre-order right. bonus of a, a a glass middle finger on a pedestal is awesome. I want the glass middle finger as on the pedestal as my pre-order bonus. I can't wait to get that. And like nobody even realizes that the glass middle finger is for you, fuck nut, because it's a bullshit. It's bullshit. So why? Why do we constantly give the developers and publishers money before the product is done. Right. The promise, the promise of something awesome is great. We all want to have faith. That's great. Okay. There's been a lot of shitty games over the years. And, 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 and we took a, we took a bath on a lot of games when we were younger, but then of course, back then you could pump out a game in like 18 months, two years, right. And sell it for 50, 60 bucks. And a bunch of people would fucking buy it. And it was a shit box. It was just a, just a shit box game. Okay. There's less and less of those now, okay? The difference is, is that the games take longer to come out, the masking of the bullshit is better, the hype train is larger, and you're still served a steaming pile of, of bullshit. Right. The game is not done. I understand. Gaming's expensive. I get it. Your, your, your investors want their money back. I get it. It's all stocks and bonds now, kids. You're, the days of you, the days of you loving your game companies for the awesome games they came out are over. This is about return on money, and so they will do and say anything to get you to fork over that money before the before that even game even comes out. So, what is it? Is it their fault or is it our fault? Right. Okay? right. I'm pretty sure at this point, after the after the crash of 2012, uh, when the game started revamping, then we had the best games come on after that. Then we had the loot box travesty of 2017, right? And all this pre-order garbage. And you and 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 gamers right now, the gamers who have been here a while, you guys have you guys have grew up with now. You got you've been playing games hardcore maybe for five or six years, the younger kids. Okay. You see the bullshit, and yet it doesn't recognize you don't care. You don't give a shit that someone's sticking it to you because the game's cool, man. Fuck you, fuck you, Sarge. The game's cool, right? Why are you so why are you so fucking negative about it? All right, well, I'll go back to the same statement. I want sixty dollars. Right. Why don't, why don't you guys? Why don't you guys me send me sixty dollars? Send me sixty dollars. I'm a good guy. Right. I'll pay you back. Right. I'll give you. I'll give you seventy five dollars in eighteen months. Just give me have a sixty dollars. Right. If you believe. If you believe so wholeheartedly in someone you've never met before in your life to hand over fucking money for a promise of something that you know nothing about, other than everybody else on the internet said it was fucking cool. So I guess it must be fucking cool. Right. Right. So where are we? Where are we, guys? Well. No Man's Sky's been out for how long? Three years? Two years. Two years. Right? Two years. So two years before you got the game that we were supposed to get the first time around. Right. And, you and, that, and, that, and that lying, grinning son of a bitch was on multiple shows doing his little shtick that his, the puppet masters taught him to do. Okay? And now they're trying to do an apology two years later. 
Well, the, the, it is free. The, the, it is free. The memory, the memory of being dicked over or a cool game only lasts for so long before the people go on to the next thing. You either fucked me, the game was awesome, I finished the game, and now I move on to the next game. That's all it ever is, right? These games as a service just make you play a little bit longer because there might be some new content because you still like existing, you still like the existing universe. I want to be in there. That's why Halo was such a such an amazing time when Halo came out because they created this amazing universe. They put you in the story of this character and then they kept expanding it and they gave you that PvP mm. games. They now you, have, you had those tournament games. You ever watch those? They were exciting. You used to watch them on, on uh, MLG. What was the first? Uh, well, before it was MLG, it was something else before MLG finally took hold, right? Well, no, we got MLG to watch was... the Halo players go at it. Like it's the top of the top, the best of the best playing the game. Everybody was behind it. Right, we're all involved in it. We love the fucking game, right? So there wasn't like a long laundry list of controversy of fucking Halo after four or five Halos. The controversy started coming around when Bungie sold Halo three, four, three picked it up and just started running with it and started making all this other kind of crazy shit because it wasn't theirs anymore. Right, right. So same thing. God of War. People played it two dimensional on the PlayStation Two. They first came out it was the last game that came out on the PlayStation Two. Most amazing fucking game ever. At the time of the at the time of God of War coming out, at the end of the generation of PlayStation Two, was the most amazing game ever graphically. Was it, was it, side, it was a side scroller, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Right. Sequel comes out for PlayStation Three, then they then they pulled the Rockstar. Then they pulled the Rockstar. They waited. They waited. They said, "Can can we turn? Can we turn God of War into a fucking three D open world game and give a and throw a hat in the ring? Let's see if we can do this, right?" And so people forgot about it. There was mentions of God of War coming out, right? And when you fucking first that when they when they showed you that first trailer, that first trailer you're probably, you're probably of the last one just came world, out. Yeah, yeah. Of, the, of the newest one, yeah, the fourth, when the, when yeah. the original, PS4. the first teaser trailer of yeah. what it was going to be like came out, everybody shit the bed. They were like, "Yes, fucking God of War, three dimensional, open world." Like, right. yeah, that's I didn't, what I'm I, right. I, did, I didn't know I wanted it, but now it's amazing, right? right? That's what I'm fucking talking about. You already have your, you already have your base. Now you're going to advance and you innovate and you, and you, and you better yourself in the game that you are. We are looking at games now where just because they're going to talk about that they invested 250 million, 300 million dollars, 400 million dollar investment into a into a franchise, and they show some cool ass trailer about something, and we're supposed to get all googly eyed because they spend a half a billion dollars on it. Right. Meaning right? I've seen, I've seen people spend three times less and shit the bed on it. Like show us, show us what it is you're trying to do, right? Sell us the vision you're trying to create. That's not what they're doing anymore. It's all based on hype train. Okay. And what we, what we're going to tell you, it's going to do. This is what, this is what the game's going to do when it comes out. Does it, did it do it? No, it didn't. It didn't, did it? And when no man's came, came out, nothing that he said was in there. Kind of, sort of, it was like he didn't a hundred percent lie, but like kind of, sort of. So now we're supposed to believe after someone fucks you that we're supposed to believe the next time they won't fuck you, and the hype train will be better next time. Like I don't see how it's going to change unless someone spends a half a billion dollars and they fucking bomb. Like well, that's that's how that's what well, that's how you know what's going to happen. They, there's like when of one of these development covers comes out a big ass game and it fucking fails and they fall on their ass. And then they realize what they have to do. That a little kick in the ass. But to as, move on. as we didn't ask for 3D dimensional God of War, right? We didn't ask for that. 
right? We were happy with God of War as what it was before, right? Yeah, the, I, don't, I, I don't understand that term. This this whole thing about no, 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 this is not the game we asked. No, for. no, no, that's not no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, as a consumer, right? The developers <laughs> say, well, we've spent this much money on this game, so we have to raise prices. We have to, you know, that God of War is an example that I'm using because of the graphical engineering they've done from what it was to what it is now okay where other games right they decided to up the ante and make it better graphics and better things to spend more money on it so they could charge more and then break the game apart and then sell it to you over time what i'm using god of war as an example is we as the as the consumers we were happy with side scrolling god of war right we were happy with the 2d version of it we but you have to innovate no i understand that they have right we didn't ask for them to do a three-dimensional cinematic masterpiece of god of war they did that because they wanted to innovate themselves they didn't they didn't take god of war and go well it it, it costs us 500 million dollars and this is the reason we're doing this i'm just using it because of the graphical change that they've done right where these online service or these early access or the betas the destinies the sea of thieves the no man's skies where they're God of War was a complete game. It was a complete game. You bought it. You enjoyed it. You're done with it, right? You move on. With these other games, they're like, well, games are expensive to make. Okay, great. That's like me telling you, well, today, you know what I did? My kid's alive. I I, I was suffering all day, but I, I fed him and I, I bathed him. And those are things that you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to feel like you're 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 supposed to be told, like, good job. Good job on doing that. No, the developers are making video games for a living. That's what they're doing for a living, right? And when they create a game, make a game complete 100% from the start to finish. Don't take a 100-hour game and go, you know what? Let's take 60 of those hours and put them on DLC and then only make the game 30 hours and then charge $60. Even though we've completed the whole game. We've completed the whole game, but we're chopping it up. Right. And then taking this part out and putting it over here for now. OK. And then we make the game. I'm, I'm describing destiny for you that don't know. OK. Here's the whole game. OK. Which they did it again. They've done it again. They're charging $60. OK. For the Forsaken plus two expansions with this little fucking spark that's coming out. So buy the game, get the whole game and uh, you get to you get to fast track past everything. I knew they would do it. I knew they would do it. It's like everything that Destiny has to offer for the price. They know their game's only worth this much money, and that's why they have to add the other ones in so they make the full $60 value. I hate that game companies are taking games and chopping them up and putting them over here and then working on something and going, oh, you know what? Let's, uh, let's, let's change that and make it look like we're working on stuff because then when they work on it, the stories don't match up or the lore doesn't match up or something is missing because this piece is now cut and then they added something else and then they add the new part in later and you're like, wait a minute, it doesn't make sense. Why did they do it this way? Why did they break up the game and give it to us? Then there's Well, because it, you if you know you can make if you know you can make $120 on a game as opposed to $60 on the same game, then you're gonna do that. Business sense is gonna tell you that. Absolutely. However, I'm not saying you I'm not saying that you're not allowed to make money. The whole the whole purpose that a business exists is to make money correct that's the whole purpose correct. of it that's its that's its purpose in life is to make but money can you imagine the idea, though, is, is when you shit on somebody and just like anything else if it's a shitty product and then the, the consumer base knows it's a shitty product 
Then they're like, well, this is a shitty product. I'm not going to buy this anymore. But this is, and then they move on to they they move on to the next product. But this is the only in this in this in this industry, they're allowed to shit on you, collect money from you. You say right. that sucks, and instead instead of saying instead of saying I'm going to go on to the next product, you say when's your next game coming out? Right. Like you you just got shit on, and then you're going to want more from the same company right. after they just shit on you. You're like, like how? Oh, how it'll be better. It'll happy. be better for D3. It'll be better for Mass right. Effect Everything Six. Past it'll the it'll be better we, for CFDs too. Right. I I just don't understand. This is the only industry. The only industry you could not make a movie. Okay. A movie has to have a beginning. A middle and an end. That's what a movie is. Okay, it's a story. Yeah, the, the three acts. Yeah, the okay? three acts. And yeah. it's and it's done. Okay, can you imagine? Now I understand Lord of the Rings is a trilogy, and it's it continues in past things. No one wants to sit there for twelve hours. Okay, in one sitting. Okay, they broke it up. They made more money off one film than they would do any anything. But you don't make a movie, and then all of a sudden, it's actually like we watch. We watch Mission Impossible Five on TV. Okay, which don't ever do because there's so many commercials. Ever. It's it, it took us three and a half hours to watch a two hour flick. Uh, anyway, it's like breaking a movie up like that. It's like watching the beginning of the movie and then all of a sudden there's a fight scene and the fight scene ends. Right. And they broke it up and then you have to wait. You have to wait or you have to pay a monthly fee to get the next section of that piece. OK. And they're charging the exact same full price that they charged originally for the first half of the movie that you saw, but now you're, you're watching the second half of the movie. People that cook your food, you don't order a steak with potatoes and, and vegetables and they come out and they only partially cook your meat and go, well, this is only the first portion. We'll bring yeah, it worry. back. We'll put it back. We'll bring it back. We'll bring it back and then we'll cook it the rest of the way and then charge you yet again for the same meal that you've already had. Okay. No one does music where you make the first half of the song and it stops and then they charge you again for the second half of the song or they cut a piece of content out. For some reason, video game industry decided somewhere along the way, someone did this. It was... They, they can make more money. They said, That's you know what? Was. This is a 60-hour game. Uh, let's break it up into three sections and charge $60 for each of the... Uh, uh, or for each of the 20-hour sections and, and we'll make more money. But then there's other people like Sea of Thieves where they're charging absolutely nothing. They charge 60 bucks or $10 a month on Game Pass, which is a whole other story type thing. No, we're, we should go into that next. No, we, we are. That's why I'm doing the segue, right? With the Game Pass. Okay, they're charging 10 bucks a month. Okay, for unfinished games. Keep coming back to play your unfinished games. The games that are in the old games are finished, right? And they're also on this platform. But the new games coming out, they're not finished. You're going to pay a $10 a month on that, which now brings us down to EA's Game Pass, okay, which is the Origins Premium or whatever it is. So they, they decided to get rid of the free program, okay, where you get free games every once in a while if you're an Origins member, right? They got rid of the free games. Fine. Cool. But now they brought in the Origins Premium Pass, which we talked about on day one when they announced it from E3 a couple of weeks ago. Um, now you pay, I believe, is it a five dollar a month is that what it is it's a five dollar recurring fee i i believe so i think it's not it's not over ten dollars yet it's, it's five dollars right I it's believe. like five bucks right five bucks and i believe this is includes the fifa and the maddens and stuff like that you get to play the new games for free well not for free but for five dollars a month or ten bucks a month whatever it is and 
now you're playing these games right now this is why ea did this okay they're not gonna tell you why they did this but this is why they did this they are making so much money off fifa and madden uh ultimate cards okay that they decided to make this pass they're like well we'll charge five bucks a month you get the game so you can get battlefield you can get the new battlefield if you pay five bucks okay you get it a week early that's that's the that's the bribe you get the a bribe week, is you, you get, get a, a week early you get a week early right and do you have to pay 60 bucks on top of that to get the game or is it five dollars included in, in, in if that's what it is uh no no it's that's that's it dollars a month five bucks a month okay so now we're looking at this as now i'm paying i i bought a system right i buy 60 bucks a game it's it's my game i own the game i can play that game anytime i want online is is introduced okay and now you buy a game which technically you're renting the game as long as those servers are open you can play that game uh so there's really no point to own it on disc anymore because the disc just initializes it saying, hey, you own the game and then you get to play it. Now everything's digital. So now you're getting the Xbox Game Pass, right? You got the Xbox Live. Uh, if you're a PlayStation owner, you got PlayStation. You have to pay for that, right? Now hey, you let's, get, let's let's add it up. Right? Let's add it up. So let's say you're a gamer, average gamer. I don't own a PlayStation, but I used to, right? So I owned a PlayStation. I own uh, Xbox. Right? I get Game Pass. Okay, I get the 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 Sony PlayStation. And don't don't forget the Xbox thing. Live membership. Right, Xbox Live membership. Then you also get the EA Game Pass now, right? So now between Game Pass from Xbox and EA's Game Pass, it's fifteen to twenty dollars, all depending a month for that, and that gets me. So that's uh, two hundred. That's I'm sorry. That's a, that's one hundred and twenty dollars a year, right? For 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 the year. No, I'm sorry. It's two hundred and forty dollars a year. Okay, for for all of that um it's 120 dollars for xbox game pass it's a it's a it's 120 it's 240 plus xbox live you're on the xbox lives which is another 30 to 40 60 dollars all depending on what you're doing okay so that's an additional that's uh it's uh three four hundred and ten it's four hundred and ten dollars or three hundred and ten dollars okay so far um i don't know how much uh playstation is how much is playstation a month to to have the I don't I don't I don't own a PlayStation I don't know I don't remember what the actual does somebody own a PlayStation what, what's what's the uh, the fee for for that I know it's is, the, it, is the, it free I don't think it's well, free well the idea behind this though 50, is I think there you go they're trying to get they're trying to get as many people to pay monthly now yeah because Nickel there's, there's a lot of people that there's let's just be honest there's a lot of people that don't that don't play a lot of games right like a lot of different games like Correct. maybe you so like just sports games or I, maybe I you come like in and whatever. play eight hours a month right right. So if if they're collecting all this money for ease of convenience, okay, what they're really saying is they want to try to get everybody who actually owns a PlayStation to pay five dollars a month, right? So let's say let's say it goes over pretty well, because I'm pretty sure they're up to like ninety million units, something like that, like some, something like that, eighty million units or ninety million units. So you know, times five bucks a month times. 12 months so 60 a year times 20 plus so you're talking like 1.8 1.8 billion 1.8 billion dollars plus microtransactions you got the you got the, the fifa you know? cards for ultimate edition so it's like so if they if they collected that much money they could have their own studios we should we should have be we should be getting like these three-dimensional fucking crazy games coming out like every every year or so you know it's it just like how 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 does a normal gamer gonna afford that if you, you've got the game pass and plus the other games like this is the beginning of something new coming down the pike. Like this, this is, 
and that's just the introductory fee. You know that later on down the road, it's not going to be five right. bucks because they're going to say that you're going to have well, extra stuff. Or whatever when I first else. got my guess is my guess is the target amount monthly will be about ten to fifteen dollars. I mean, when I had Netflix, when I had Netflix originally, it was like seven bucks. Now but, it's like fifteen. Well, let's say let's say the cloud let's say the cloud works really well. Let's say everybody's got great internet, which is not going to happen for quite a while. But let's say everybody does have great internet, right? That's a lot of money to cash in every year, right? What kind of games do you think you should be getting on that kind of thing, man? Right, one point eight billion dollars. One point eight billion dollars a year. I'm pretty sure you should probably get the the most badass development company ever. The the right? problem I see but they don't. But 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 this is their way. Of, this is their way of circumventing costs, right? Because if I don't give you a hard copy anymore, if it's only on the cloud, if it's only digital, then I don't have to pay for the shipping. I don't have to pay for the disc. I don't have to pay for instruction manuals. I don't got to pay for dick. I got a game that I made. I put it on my server. You guys download it from the server. It goes on your hard drive. We cut out the middleman completely. There's no more GameStop. Yep. There's no more Target sales, nothing. It's all digital, period. Video games come directly to your machine. Now, at that point, that means they would make 100% profit on their game. Right. Okay, 100% profit. So what's going to be the excuse then? That that we have games that come out half-ass finished. Sure, or whatever. Servers are expensive. You don't have a choice now because servers you know, are expensive. They, they they have your money regardless now. They don't even need to do any pre-order hype train stuff. There'd be no more hype trains because well, no, they would still you know, do pre-orders. Well, you can't do pre-order. I'm paying for. It. I'm going to get it anyway. Well, no, th- you can still do pre-orders because the pre-order bonus. They want to see their. Yeah, but uh, uh, I'm no, no. There's no pre-ordering if I well, if no, I'm getting I, the game. You're correct, but they still use the term pre-order. They they want to see what the people are gonna sell make sales because it's like a movie, right? Video games are like a movie. If uh, the advertisement deal basically comes out and they the what, the money they put into a movie, they look at it and go, okay, how many countries are we putting this in? How many theaters are we opening it to? On day one, on the ticket sales on day one, they know, right? Because they're pre-selling tickets now. They pre-sell movie tickets. So as soon as movies open up. And they sell those tickets. They already know if they're going to make a sequel before the movie's even released. Before the movie's even released, they know if they're going to make a sequel to that movie or not by opening weekend because they can estimate top box office hits based on pre-orders of ticket price, of ticket sales. Right? It's like it's like ordering a concert. Right? When tickets go on sale for a concert months in advance, they know ahead of time how many seats are in that theater or to watch the the, the musician. Okay, and how many are sold. Right. That's what they did. They've adopted that method now for movies and they've adopted it for video games. Pre-orders just they should really just change the name because it's not really a pre-order anymore. Okay. It should be like peak of interest payment. Okay. Is that that's what it should call? It should be called peak of interest. Right. I'm interested in that game. Would you like to put a peak of interest uh down on your uh because Amazon, you pay full price, right? I think you could put a little bit down. I think you have to put full price down, but they don't charge your card until the day before it comes out or like the week before. So you have time. Well, it's not really a pre-order now, is it? No, but it is to them because they have your card on file and most people will forget about it, right? They've now taken your currency and turned it into poker chips at a, at, at a, a casino table, right? Because if you, if you pre-order the game ahead of time, and I've, I've, I've put 50 bucks here or the game pass. I'm paying 10 bucks. It's 10 bucks. I don't care if I cancel it. Oh, and by the way, right. Just, just let you know, EA game pass is the hardest thing because I was part of the origins thing. OK, it is the hardest thing to cancel. Hardest thing. 
I'm actually three months past where they're still charging me, even though I canceled it. Right. I canceled the card because it was impossible to find how to cancel the payment. So I literally disconnected the card. Okay. Cut up the card. The bank doesn't have anything with it, but yet they still charge me. And I still get a notification when they charge it. And I'm like, how is this happening? Who are they charging? I don't even own the credit card anymore. The credit card is closed, but yet they still charge it. I'm, I'm, I'm totally confused. So if you sign up for that, just be wary. You cannot find a freaking cancellation button on the EA Game Pass. That's very nasty business, right? And then on top of that, if you try to call, their systems are always busy, right? You can't talk to any live people anymore. Um, so there's that. If, if the game industry goes to cloud-based gaming, like I'm talking, we're we're, we're uh, ways off. We're no, ways off we're this, we're but, pretty fucking close, right? No, they 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 don't have enough. There's not enough internet in a lot of all the areas. There was for this to be viable. No, no, there was already cloud based gaming when, uh, what was it called? Uh, what was that system called? Origins? It wasn't Origins. I forget what it was. It was a couple years ago. It was like six years ago. There was a, a service out there that you bought the box. And you could stream the games live on the internet straight to your device and playing it live. I forget what it was called, um, but it's happening. Now, with the cloud-based gaming, this is going to be a fucking clusterfuck on opening day for ga video games, right? So when No Man's Sky launched, when No Man's Sky, okay, launched last week, it took PC players five, six hours to get on because everyone was trying to get on at the same time. Right. And that's already downloaded and you're already have it on your on your on your on your hard drive. Like it's already on your system. You've been playing it for 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 years, but yet the update went through and then everyone tried to get on and no one could play the game. Right. Nobody could play the game. And of course, Xbox worked because nobody's playing it on Xbox. That's an issue. When Sea of Thieves Curse of Sales, they said, hey, we're live now. But then like an hour and a half later, they finally went live. If this is happening now with non-cloud-based servers, okay, what's going to happen if the business turns to cloud-based servers? Do you remember the fiasco of Grand Theft back in uh, in 2000? Not even this online, the other Grand Theft Auto 4, when they did their little multiplayer thing, it was like out for like a week. This one was out for two weeks. You couldn't play multiplayer for two weeks on Grand Theft Auto five years ago. Like... What's going to happen with cloud-based gaming? Is this a smart idea for business uh, for gaming? I mean, I just wanna, business I, I, sense. I, listen, yes, it is. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to stream anything from anybody's server. I want the thing in my hard drive. I'm playing it right there directly from there. You don't worry about latency. You don't worry about all kinds of stuff. I want to play a game when I want to play a game right then and there. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to worry about connection issues. I can't hook up the server. My power, my, I have connection issues with the server in the area. My router doesn't work properly. I just want to put a game in my actual game player and or play almost, a fucking game. Is that, that too hard to ask? Right now, if you, have, it, if you don't have online hard? for any games, you can't play any single player games unless you have online That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They, they're slowly encroaching it to the point where if you're not online, you don't get to play. And then if you're not if you don't if you don't pay the online fee, then you don't get to be online anyway. So that's how it's gonna be. Like I'm still I'm still trying to figure out, I'm still trying to figure out what the money goes for for the for the Xbox Live membership. Like if it, it's definitely not servers, it should be servers. So when they come out with the next when they come out with one of their games, they have 
dedicated servers, you would think, right? Because you could pay for an air conditioning building with the amount of money that all the gamers are paying for Xbox Live memberships. But right. I just, I just, I just don't see how it's going to work. Like uh, everyone thinks it's going to be like ready, ready by twenty twenty five. It's going to be Ready Player One. Like right. no, right, right, no, it is not going to be Ready Player One by twenty twenty five. Definitely not. Right. I do see. I do see no more discs by twenty twenty five. Well, I'll. I'm going to go even further than that. I I've said it ahead of time. I had somebody two years ago come into my into my stream and talk about Xbox and the stuff they were saying about Xbox. I was like, I was weirded out by it. I was like, I was like, what do you mean? Right. They came in, they popped in, they said a couple things and they left and they were gone. And I was just like, and they, they, they talked about basically what the X is, right? What the Xbox X is. They said that two years ago in my, in my chat before it wasn't even announced. Okay. They, they talked about stuff. Uh, and they also said within, within four years, Okay, which was two years ago, so two more years. They said that Xbox is coming out with a system that will no longer have a disc, and it's all, it's just all like online, right? No disc, no nothing. So I've already said that that's what Game Pass is, right? Game Pass. It's the beginning. Is the beginning of this, and I've talked about it on this podcast multiple times. I said Xbox is setting up right now. An infrastructure and a ground base. They're doing what Sea of Thieves did. Sea of Thieves is from Rare, which is Xbox, and they're doing what the game company did. So Rare made this beautiful foundation for this world of Sea of Thieves, and they're slowly implementing. This game is going to be great come six months from now, right? But they're slowly implementing other That's parts. I don't hear, no, no, but I'm using this as an example. They're using Sea of Thieves. I'm using Sea of Thieves as an example. They're slowly implementing better things in the game, which makes it a better experience overall. Xbox, Microsoft as a whole is going, okay, how do we beat PlayStation? How do we take over? PlayStation is making games, single player, the third party. They're throwing money. I mean, they're throwing money at everybody and anybody to get exclusive deals with PlayStation. And Microsoft is sitting back. They're buying companies up. Okay, they're making games in the background. They're developing new new systems. They made this game pass, right? They've come across this method of, okay, let's make a game like Sea of Thieves where we come out with it. Nobody's paying full price. They're paying a fraction, one-sixth of the cost of an actual video game, okay? 10 bucks a month. We'll get double the amount out of them because the average person only probably buys, I would assume, one to two games on average, okay? Well... You're talking about like the casual though. Yeah. Hardcore people buy a game as soon as it comes no, out. No, Come you're on. right. But the hardcore gamers are not what's pushing the billions of dollars in sales. Okay. It's the hardcores buy it, casuals buy the rest, and they're the ones that put it in for like eight hours a month. Okay. And then they, they never touch the game again. I have a friend that has multiple games. He never plays any of them. He buys every game that comes out and never plays any of them. He plays it like one time and then he's done. He's got the inf- he's got the infrastructure to do it. He's got the, the the money to do it. So he buys games and doesn't and doesn't play them. So Game Pass to them is even smarter because they're like ten bucks. You get all these games, right? And now they're going well. How do we? How can we top PlayStation? Well, what about if we make a system with no disc? Right now, this is rumors, right? That they're making three separate systems, right? There's a hundred dollar. Hundred dollar Xbox that's coming out, 
supposedly. These are all rumors, okay? $100 Xbox with no disc, okay? It's just straight up, and it's like a streaming box, right? All the game systems, all the stuff comes directly to your box from Game Pass. The second one would have, be like a regular Xbox, right? It'd be $300, 350 You get Game Pass, and you would have discs and stuff to, get to go in. And then you're going to have a super, super-duper computer, Okay, for the for the high end market. Okay, and they're all gonna play they're all gonna play the same games. They're all gonna have game pass. And what this does is once they come out with their games from the from in-house, the first party titles, they can do cross play across the platforms, across the computer, and across um uh what's it called? Across the computers, across Microsoft Windows Store and the and the Xbox, cross play, and they're gonna slowly push companies out right because they'll be like well you can come on our platform we have cross play right so you can play this game this game and this game only on xbox and only on 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 windows but they have to fix the windows store it's fucking terrible okay i guarantee you within the next two years three years uh uh microsoft will buy steam okay because they they don't know what they're doing with their store and they're just going to buy they're just going to buy uh, someone that's already doing it correctly, and I think that's what's going to happen. Um, they'll buy Valve, is what they're going to do. If they do this, okay, game over, game over, because it doesn't matter if PlayStation has the exclusive titles. Because if Microsoft buys Steam, right, game over, because then they can make all the all the systems and all the games they want cross platform across the board from all PCs and all Xboxes, and for the best experience. You would buy, if you're a casual gamer, you would buy the low-end $100 Xbox and casual away, right? If you're, if you're a hardcore, you, you might buy that extra, um, no, Sergeant's not, Mike's not muted, he's just not talking. Um, you would might buy that extra Xbox One X type version computer because, or Xbox, because now it's going to compete, okay, with the next computers, right? They're going to try to make it compete so you can do cross play and have better beautiful graphics there's ups and downs with with pcs and 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 consoles right console uh consoles no there's no bugs that you know of as a consumer there's no viruses that you can get uh from from that type of stuff it's just plug in start playing your games where pc people it's a much better gaming experience okay but man let me tell you I don't even play that many games, but every time I turn on my fucking computer, there's some sort of new driver, right? There's some sort of new update. There's some sort of new patch. There's some sort of thing that makes the thing not work correctly. Then I have to reboot my system, and it's, it's like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and I'm, I'm sitting here trying to fix something all the time on a PC. All the time. Makes no sense, right? Some things work. Some things don't work. My Xbox, I turn it on, and the worst thing that happens... Put the, put the game in. Right. Don't even have to put the game in anymore. Right. PlayStation, just boot it up. Start playing games. Right. I don't have to worry about anything instantly. I could literally shut off my Xbox three hours later, turn it back on. Boom. It's on. Start playing games. Xbox is going to come out and they're going to make a huge splash in the industry come 2020. I'm telling you right now, 2020. I believe that's the 20th anniversary when did Xbox? When did Xbox originally release? When did Xbox? The original Xbox. Oh, I, I don't remember, but I, I think I'm it was pretty 2000. sure it was two thousand, two thousand one. I think it was two thousand, right? 
Xbox release, right? When when does the first game, um, Xbox console? I'm pretty sure it was 2000. I'm looking it up right now. Xbox Wikipedia. Uh, 2001 we should know X this xbox but, uh... brand of 2001 console all right so maybe they'll announce it they'll announce it in 2021 2020 or 2021 they will release the new system and th when xbox announced their next system that will start making waves in the industry and we're going to see a lot of developers the way they produce games and make games it's going to change um the people well, that's gotta change the same people gotta change right the same people that go well i'm okay spending microtransactions on the game because if i want something i'm gonna buy it those are the same people ruining it for everybody right because it doesn't matter if there's only a thousand people spending a thousand dollars right that's a thousand dollars extra from a thousand people okay that the game companies look at and go well we have five million people playing but we have ten thousand people spending a hundred bucks each on microtransactions and that's a hundred bucks from a hundred from a thousand people they didn't have before right or ten thousand people they didn't have before so that's gonna be the way the market goes video games i hate to say it i hate to say it is going to be sort of like what the film industry has done with film compared to digital okay video games that are complete and video games that are online service that are are made over the next two years, three years on time, you're going to buy a game. It's not going to be complete. It's not going to be done. It's not going to be anything. There's going to be fixes and bugs and all the stuff that we're doing with right now. And that's going to be the deal. That's going to be the deal. You're signing because you want the game pass because you want to pay $10 for your game. There's going to be much more free to play games like Warframe. Okay. You can already start seeing it. They're doing a brand change of that, that game. Uh, I think it was called rebels chaos or something. Uh, or no, it was called. What, what was it called? It was on my on my system. It's still on. Let me let me see it. Uh, oh, standby. Wrong screen. What what happened? Okay, I I forget what it's called. I have it in my in my uh, in my games. Let me look it up. They're changing the name to Space Lords, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Let me go to my game section here. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It's called. I can't find it. Oh, there it is. Raiders. Raiders of the Broken Planet. Raiders of the Broken Planet is a game that I tested out last year. I got into the beta program. The game was absolutely horrible. Horrible. They've fixed it so much so that it's sort of like Warframe. It's actually pretty good now. And now they're rebranding the whole fucking game to Space Lords where they're going free to play. Right? They used to sell bits and pieces of this game as you went. Now they're going... Full 100% free-to-play, and they're doing the Warframe mentality because Warframe is successful. I think the more that this happens, I think the more all game companies are going to do it, right? All game companies are going to make a game. You're going to play it for three years, and within that three years, they're going to keep dropping free content. But the people that don't care, right? The people that don't care they're spending money are the ones funding it for everybody else. And I know that sounds like or oh, I'm I'm cool with that, but are you? Because they're technically ruining the industry because they don't care about quality. They don't care about quality. They don't care about first impressions. They just 
want the money, right? They just want the money, and the person that's giving the money just wants the game. Just give me the game. Just give me the game. Just give me the game, right? And you don't care about quality. And it's it's just sad. That's the way the uh, the video game industry is going. Um, that'll do it for the talk of video games. I want to talk a little bit about Mission Impossible, okay? Sarge, did you know... This is not a spoiler for anybody. It's like everywhere. Um, did you know, remember that scene in the movie where Tom Cruise, he's running and running and running and then jumps. And I said, that's every movie. No, no, no. But he jumps across the buildings. And I said, how did uh, he broke something? When he hit that building, he broke something. I said that in the theater. I said, oh, yeah. And he got up and he started hobbling along. Well, he literally broke his foot during that scene. He literally jumped across and there's 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 footage of his foot hitting the side of the building and then just it just snapping and his actual face when he goes and holds onto the building and then goes and then comes up and then finishes the scene. OK, that's him with broken foot. That's him with an actual broken foot continuing to run <laughs> like I know people might think Tom Cruise is fucking nut job because of Scientology, and that's his one downfall. No, that's, not, that's, not, that's not why he's a nut job. He's a nut job because he does all his own stuff. He's got something to prove. No, no, no. He's a nut job because of Scientology. He, no, he's got a Napoleonic complex. He, he's, he's, he, I, I have he's, to say, he has to do all his own stunts. Just tie me to the side of the plane. I'm jumping across a building. I have to Your say, chef won't cover it. I'm doing it anyway. I have to say, at 56 years old, man, I don't know how many action movies he has left in him, but I love it. I don't think. He's done very few shitty movies. He does that. He does that. It's this this run. This yeah, it makes him look faster. It makes him look His faster. Hands go like this. <clears throat> it makes him look faster. Uh, thanks, Gator. I just saw that. that thanks, man. I, I tried to produce the shows. I, I want to produce them better. Like Sarge's mic tonight is like popping left and right to crackle. I got the I got, I got the thing in front of it and everything. No, 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 no. Pop, it's, pop, it's pop, no, it's there. crackling like through the wire. It's it's irritating me. But uh, I had to put a game and stuff on you to make it less less annoying to myself. Um, Maybe it's your wire that you gave me. Uh, no, no, because why wouldn't my mic be crackling then all this other time before then? Oh, did it end up being your sound card? It could be yours. Are you talking about my sound card or Sarge's sound card? Mine? Mine? It, it might is, be. Is it mine? <laughs> I'll be honest. It might be. It's not happening now. Yeah, it's not happening now, but it was happening for majority of the show. So I thought Mission Impossible 6. Now, I didn't see 5 until the other day. We, we saw it like three days before or no, two days before. And we watched on TV, which is the worst experience. We already said that. Don't watch a movie on, on TV with commercials and stuff. It's the worst experience in your life. Um, we watched. Thank God we saw Mission Impossible 5 because I would have been kind of lost in six. Great movie. Great action movie. OK. Uh, I don't know if you were like this, Sarge. I didn't ask you when we saw it. But when I was sitting in the theater and stuff was happening on the screen, I, I noticed that my body was very tight. It was very tense. I was like sitting in the chair and I was like locked. Right. And I was like, why am I so freaking like tense right now? OK, like I, I was so like. I know it's all fake, right? I work in the goddamn industry well, somehow the way they did it, the way they filmed it. But the way they film stuff, I was just like, this is intense, man. This is amazing. There's this scene. 
that you've seen. Don't spoil it. There's a scene. It's in the trailer. He jumps out of a fucking plane. He does a halo jump. Okay. Which is a high altitude, low uh, opening. I think it's called Uh, or low. Yeah. Low opening of the, of the, of the shoot. There's this scene that when he jumps out out, out of the, out of the plane, it's this one continuous shot. Now as a movie maker, Okay, I look at shots all the time and I'm like, that's an awesome shot. It's a beautiful shot or whatever. To be, I know the guy, the camera guy is a, is a, is jumps out of planes for a living. Okay, he's got this camera on his head and he has to stay there perfectly. But the scene that they did, it's a one continuous shot. He comes out of the clouds. He's there all the way. It never cuts. It never cuts away from the shot. And the camera guy is just spinning around, moving around while Tom is doing something with somebody else. Okay. It's one of the greatest shots I've seen in movies because to rehearse that, I just know what it takes to rehearse that and go over and over. And then I saw behind the scenes of this. Okay. And they had, get this shit. Are you ready for this? It was a nighttime shot, right? They had to do it at a certain time of the day, which we called magic hour. Okay, in the industry, which is the sun when it's just breaking over the the horizon, you get like this minute and a half to two minutes of just beauty shot right at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day. It's the magic hour, basically. Right. And to do this shot, they rehearsed for five months. Okay, he jumped out of the plane 20 times a day. Okay, to rehearse this thing. And I think it's like a three minute, three minute long shot or whatever it is uh, as the fall. And he just did it over and over and over. And then when they did it for film, I was just like, this, this is amazing. Like a technical, like just, it's the most special, sorry. It's the most stunts in a movie done practically. Now, practically means like when I say practical, like if there's a light on set, like if you see a lamp in the in the scene and it's on, that's a practical lamp because it's in the shot, right? It's like it's done there. That's what it is. A special effect is done in post, right? So if he jumps out of a off a blue screen or a green screen and he's tethered, okay, they'll implement the background, special effects, and they'll do all this shit. Now, Tom Cruise is tethered for some of the things he does, right? Just because there's insurance and they need him to finish insurance. the movie. Right. But he's actually jumping across the building or he's actually falling out of the plane and he's actually holding on to the helicopter and he's actually doing all this shit. I I, I have respect for him. Oh, 100 percent. 100 percent. But practical stunts, man, is literally him, not a stunt double. Okay, and he's driving the car. He's riding the motorcycle. He's flying a helicopter. He's he's doing all of his fight scenes. He's doing all of these things. And it's just it makes the movie that much better because when you look at something like obviously star Wars, lightsabers are fake, right? So you have to just, you're fantasizing going, Oh, it's so cool. A lightsaber. Right. But you know, that's not real because they're just holding two sticks in their hand there. And, and then special effects are kicked in. Uh, or when they jump really high, like uh crouching tiger, hidden dragon type stuff, you're like, Oh, they're just, it's like practical, but yet special effects on top of it. This dude's fucking nuts, right? If you watch Mission Impossible 1, he does a helicopter scene, okay, where he jumps in, onto the train, okay? That's special effects. 
this last movie is like balls to the wall. Everything he possibly does is is real. He likes the white. He's like the white Jackie Chan, same height and everything. Yeah, Tom Cruise is actually really short. Okay, and a lot of the scenes that he does when he's talking to to women, he's standing on an apple box. All right, which is a there's a there's a, a there's a pancake apple box, right? There's a quarter, there's a half, and then there's a full, right? A full apple box. And he usually stands on a half apple box when he does the scenes because he's short and he has to he has to make it look, you know, more interesting. But man, it can't be like this. Right, right. He's the main hero. You can't be looking up. at (laughs) You can't be looking up at somebody. You if you want to live, come with me. And she's like, aren't you short to be a little action hero? You know what I mean? Like so. But I love behind the scenes stuff. And I was when I was watching the behind the scenes of this movie, I was just like, that's amazing, man. He's. The the work ethic that this man has, I wish I had an ounce of it. You know, movies movies are expensive, bro. Yeah, very expensive. You know, movies are expensive to make. I don't understand why don't they raise ticket prices. So, right, exactly. By doing all this other extra stuff, right? Yeah, you know, movies are expensive. I, I don't I don't know how they do it on that low budget that they do. I don't know how that works. So maybe they should raise the price of tickets. Right, exactly. Well, technically they are, right? But they're not. The ticket prices are going up because movie houses are putting new systems in and new sound systems, new seats, new, new everything. Uh, I thought I thought you'd be bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm telling you, man, when I when I watch when I watch Tom Cruise movies, there's just something about it. It's almost like watching The Rock. The Rock right now is like the hottest thing in Hollywood. Like this dude can't do anything wrong. He's got so much positivity oozing from his fucking bulging muscles okay that he can't do anything he could take a shitty movie and you're looking you're like you know what that's a pretty good movie that's a pretty good movie because of the rock right that's what tom cruise is to action movies and and even non-action movies like him in a him balls the wall in focus in 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 character is amazing to me and i have the utmost respect for him and his and his art that he does uh super nice guy the rock is such a nice guy they're they're the same but different, right? One's like this big and one's the size of a house. But at the end of the day, they're both amazing action heroes, okay? And yet really, really genuine, nice people. Now, I've never met Tom Cruise. I've met Dwayne Johnson uh, twice. And the dude is just absolutely like one of the coolest guys I've ever met in my entire life. Like you just want to be next to him. You don't you don't have to talk to him. You're just like I'm next to the fucking rock, man. Like this guy's amazing. <laughs> like like he's oozing he's he's oozing positivity and charm off you, and you're standing next to him, going, "Man, my life is great." Like you don't know why. He's just. And let me tell that's you something. Because, that's because people do give off energy. That's how it works. Right. And if the world ever came to the end, I would like to be next to the rock because he would probably be the guy you want to stand next to because he would take over the world because no one's going to mess with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he literally is like a barbarian. Like he's the guy you want to stand next to when he takes over the world. Okay. He want just make sure you're friends with him. Tom Cruise. Not so much. Did I meet John Cena? When I met John Cena, John Cena wasn't what John Cena is today. He was some really low budget, um, uh, ghetto, Sort of, he still has that 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 stuff in, but he was he was wasn't known at all. But could I see him? Yeah, I couldn't see him though. I, I was doing this and I couldn't see him. Yeah, um, yeah, but I did meet him. But he wasn't as uh, what he was today. I mean, John Cena got big in like 
2008 or 9, I think. I, I, I believe. So, yeah. So, what did you think of the movie, though, Sarge? What did you think? What, out of all the Mission Impossibles... Oh, this is a good one. I like I, I like all the Mission Impossibles, but they 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 did it in such a way where even though something is not it, a lot of times is not any any suspenseful anymore, like you already know the answer. Oh, right. Like <laughs> even though even though even though you know we, it's not suspenseful like the movies end, they made it to where I felt so it was in such captivation and suspense the whole time. I'm like, why do I feel this way? Like I already know the answer. Like why yeah. Why do I feel like I've never seen this movie ever before? I don't know how they did it, but I appreciate that they did it. Me and Sarge in the theater, I won't ruin it for anybody that hasn't seen the movie. I leaned over to him during the movie and said, yada, yada, yada. That guy, you know, is that that guy's the bad guy. That yeah, we already know, you know, we and hands down, we were like 10 minutes in the movie, 10 minutes in the movie. Uh, we, we already picked the, the whole thing. It's a really good movie, though. Check it out if you haven't seen it. I thought it was great. Um, I was thinking I was thinking of uh, getting that movie pass. There's like a movie. Uh, another another some X number of dollars coming out of your account every month. Yeah, for but, your convenience. But, but for nine dollars a month, you get unlimited movies. Unlimited movies for the month. That's one movie. That's one movie. You go to a movie one time and you've paid it off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but how? How much free time do you have? I can make you free might time. have the you might have the free time. I can make free time. You might have the free time. I'm not. Listen, I don't. I'm the kind of guy where I don't want money coming out of my account every fucking five seconds from some <laughs> monthly fee somewhere. Right. Right. OK. Wait, what did I pay for? Because of, for, for convenience, you know, because I don't like reaching into my wallet. The, 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 or keeping track the, of my finances, just have my money shooting out of the account the, the at shitty, all times. The shitty part, I'm, I'm, I'm living such a convenient life. Just money just shooting out of my bank all the time. The shitty, I'm convenient, people. I'm convenient. The, the shitty part about that is if you don't do it all the same day, like every day you're like, oh, the first I lose ten dollars, the second you lose fifteen, the third you lose another five, another thing you lose fifty. You got to get all your bills. You got to get all your bills on the same cycle. So like, you're like, Oh shit, man, it's the 10th. What happens on the 10th? I got to pay all my monthly fees on all the things I enjoy. My movie ticket, my cable, my internet, my video game pass, my Xbox game pass, my, my PlayStation, my, <laughs> my, 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 uh, my Amazon shopping cart. I have to, I have, I have, I have 15 different payments coming out of 15 different days. You have to get on the same Fucking cycle. Retarded. It's so bad. Fucking retarded. <laughs> it's for convenience <laughs> it's so it's so it's so bad it's like what can i can i afford it this month i don't know what day is it 26 no i'm good for another right. three days you, you don't know if you guys use your card for anything because any moment <laughs> another 17 monthly payments are coming out of your fucking card for some reason <laughs> jesus christ oh man um that's it. That's the end of the show. Uh, Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories. But in the we have so much else to talk about. What, what, what did we miss? Everything on my everything that on my on did my. We get, did we do the list? Maybe I'm looking at the wrong list. Wait, we I, we did see it. These we did Destiny two. We did No Man's Sky. We did EA Game Pass. We did games uh, not being finished, and we did happen with the ba- cloud based gaming. And on top of that, we talked. I'm still mad about games not being finished. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's two hours. Two hours already is done. Um, retarded. I am not going to uh, be streaming. Tonight, I'm I'm done for the night. I will be playing video games, uh, but I'm not I'm not streaming. 
Um, uh, you guys can catch us live every week on Mixer at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on Mixer. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Jen underscore X underscore gaming. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey at on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and still gaming on Twitter. And uh, that's it, guys. Yeah. Um, real quick, I'll, I'll be back in just a second. I'm going to end the show and then I'll talk to you guys in chat real fast. Thanks for watching, guys. Peace. Thanks, guys. See you next week. <laughs> Discuss and write about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.